Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Hello. Welcome to Profit Launch Club with Kathleen Reeson. I am your host, Kathleen Reeson, and I'm super excited for today's show. It's sales for the non-sales person. We're going to talk about how do you sell if you aren't a great salesperson, and we'll discuss all the sales tips you can use to close sales even if you've never sold anything before. So this is one of my favorite topics on sales because, hey, guess what? We all are salespeople and we're all in sales mode, no matter whether we have a business or not. So this is a really fun space that we get to play today. Before we get into the topic, I just want you to know that if you enjoy these topics that we're talking about on Profit Launch, be sure to hop into Profit Launch Club. Profit Launch Club is it's a, it's a membership site. It's where we talk all about exactly what we're talking about here on the shows. This is where we go and we learn how to role play with sales. We talk about your signature money funnel. It's the space that we go and play. So Profit Launch Club, I'll talk more about it in detail, but just know you can go to ProfitLaunchClub.com and learn all about that. So let's get started on this conversation on sales today. So one of the things I want to talk about first is we hear a lot of people talk about B2B or B2C. B2B or B2C. And what the heck are those? It's business to business or business to consumer. And a term that I've also heard is BDE, business to everyone. And if you watched my segment last week on target audience, you know I'm not in that camp. We're not in the business to everyone camp because I believe in targeted focuses. So your business, how you go to business, you're in one of those camps. And maybe you've got some kind of hybrid, but most people are in either one. So you are either targeting businesses or you're targeting consumers. And here's the deal. Even when we're targeting businesses, we're still targeting consumers because businesses are, are people, right? They're still people. So there's still a consumer aspect. So all of this works on all of these stages. So business to business, B2B, business to consumer, B2C. So why is this important to know? Well, they're really just different tactics on how we find the people that we're going after. Okay, they're just different tactics. So if I'm going after a B2B, when I sold, when I was in my marketing firm, we sold business to business, which meant I wanted to go after businesses as clients. I wasn't going after consumers, but in our gym business that we have, we go after consumers. Okay, so consumers would be the people that come in that uh, they're paying with a credit card that's their personal credit card. Okay, so that's business to consumer. But on the business side, they may pay with a they may, well, maybe an invoicing system would be totally different. So knowing who our audience is is important. All right, so when we get into sales, you'll hear me talk about, I never actually say the word sales. Once we're past the sales, the initial conversation, I use the word enrollment. I actually really don't like the word sales. And why not? Because sales, sales is all about me. Sales is all about me. And I'll let you in. I am the worst salesperson in the world. And I say that like, almost laughing. I'm the worst salesperson in the world, but I'm the best at enrollment. You won't find anyone better. And the difference is enrollment is about you. Sales is about me and enrollment is about you. Sales about me, enrollment is about you. So the difference is when I'm enrolling, I'm enrolling you into whatever your vision is. So if we're in the consumer space, it's whatever your personal vision is. If we're in the business space, it's about what your vision is for the company. Okay, And a lot of people think companies don't have vision. So when you think about your company, you get to have a vision for your company. 
you have a vision for your company, and so does every single person that you're enrolling. So now think about this from a sales perspective. The very first part of the conversation is, what do you want? So if you're talking about somebody in the business space or the consumer space, but let's just say it's the business space right now, what do you want? What do you want to create? Why does this business exist in the consumer space? What do you want? What are you creating? Okay, so very specific. What do you want? So first, the first step is really opening up that vision. And when you're in an enrollment conversation or a sales conversation, let's just use the term enrollment going forward in, in this conversation just because, like I said, I don't like the word sales. But we're in an enrollment conversation. And I say, what's your vision? What do you really want? And another key thing is when I use the word vision, I know what it means. And if you guys have been following along in Profit Launch now, you guys know what the word vision is. But the average person has no idea what the word vision really means. They think about eyeglasses, the last time they went to the eye doctor, whether they have 20-20 vision or 20-40 or they're nearsighted or farsighted, but they don't actually think of vision as that space that's what I want to create into the future. So we use alternative words. We say, what do you want? In five years, where do you want to be? What do you want to create? So those are words that they can understand and attach to what they want to create in the world. So we, you and I, we, you know, now we would label that as their vision, but they don't necessarily understand that. So the very first question, is, so I use an eight-step process for my enrollment. The very first one is vision. So what do you want to create? And you let them talk. Sometimes this could be for 20 minutes. We just let them talk. And we ask questions. We come from curiosity. We're in inquisition. And we ask question after question after question until we're crystal clear on what it is that they want to create. And most of the time, this step is really important to them because they didn't know that they were what, what they wanted to create. And now they're crystal clear on what they want to create. So you just opened up a space that they didn't even know was something that they knew they needed to open up. So first step. Okay, then we go into our second step. Once you're crystal, you know that you could repeat it back to them of exactly what they want to create. Then you say, well, what's in your way? What's in your way? Okay, and then all these barriers are going to come up. Time, money, and we've all heard them, right? They're all in the way. And so then they come up. And we'll talk about what those really mean here a little bit later. But we give them time and space to just Come up with all the bar barriers that's in the way. We're not judging. We're just listening and we're hearing okay, until we can repeat back everything that they said about what's in the way. And then we go to step three, and this is your urgency step. Okay, And we often overlook this, but this is an important step. And we say, when are you ready to have that? When are you ready to have that? So now, you remember, step one, they painted this beautiful picture of what they want. And then in step two, they've articulated everything that's standing in their way. And then they get into step three, and we say, when are you ready to have that? And almost every single time, they will say, yesterday. They'll say, yesterday, or now. But nobody's ever going to say, if they've truly played this game with you, and they've truly articulated exactly what they want and what's standing in their way, no one's going to say a year from now or three years from now, they will be in that space of, I want this now. I wanted it. In the past, yeah, Peter, life is now absolutely, they want it now. They wanted it yesterday. They wanted it a year ago. So now you've, you, they're at the space of they know what they want. They know what's standing in the way. They want it now. And that's when we move into step four, which is the permission step. Okay, That's when we move into step four, which is the permission step. And what we say is, 
I have something that could support you. Would you like to hear about it? Oftentimes, when we think about sales, we skip this step. We don't go into permission. We don't ask. We start from this step. We don't know what their vision is. We don't know what's in the way. We don't know if what they want is really now because, heck, they don't even know what they want. And we go right into step four, which is I have something that could support you. Would you like to hear about it? I'm going to share a little story with you before we go on to the next step. I was on a, I was on a call the other day and talking to my friend, and a lady calls me. And this lady, I haven't talked to her for a year at least. And I thought, well, gosh, something must be up. She never calls me. So I said, hey, could I call you back to my friend? She says, no problem. And I click over, and this lady, she says to me, hold on a second. And I'm sitting here saying, what is going on? And she says, hold on, I've got this offer. And all of a sudden, another lady comes on, and they start pitching me this business. I have no idea what in the world is happening. I'm so confused. Somebody's talking to me about this this great product that's changed their life, and I don't have a clue why or who this – all I know is this lady calls me on the phone, and I think we're going to have a conversation, like maybe she needs something, maybe she just wanted to talk. I don't know. And it went right into the sales conversation. They went right into step four. Well, I can tell you if, you, if we fast forward to this conversation, I clearly have not bought anything from this company because I'm still blown away that this was the sales tactics that they used. They skipped steps one, two, three, and four. They never asked me for permission. So when we get here, we've got to ask permission. I have something that could support you. Would you like to hear about it? And if they say no, we get to be okay. They're not in that space to receive. Because anything, if they say no, anything that happens after that, they are shut down. They're not listening. So it is a waste of your time. And when I was running my marketing firm, what I realized, uh, I had a big aha moment. I was writing a lot of proposals. People would say, hey, I'm interested in in this business, this moving forward in this path. And I'd be so excited because what I heard was uh, they want to work with me if you could just iron out the details. And what I realized was I was I was skipping the first four steps. And so my proposal rate was poor as far as how many people would actually close. When I realized that these four steps, that they were critical, and I started using them, our, our rate of closing proposals, the amount of people that actually bought, went up, skyrocketed. And what I realized was happening was that when we got through one, two, and three, I knew whether I was even going to offer number four. Because a lot of conversations that I get into, they end at three. We never get into the permission stage. They're not ready. They're not ready. So would you like to hear about it? And if they say no, we walk away and it's okay and we get to be unattached. But if they say yes, Then we get to move into step five, which is sharing our offer. So last week we talked all about our offers, our signature money funnels we get to create. And if they say yes, then we get to offer it. But when we make our offer, we're tying it back in to what they said their vision was. So we're using words like, remember when you said that this is what you wanted to create? Well, I've got this for you. And we're making that connection and tying it in. Okay, we're making that connection and tying it in. And so we're in that share state. And that's when we can step into number six. When we're complete with our share, what did you like about what you heard? Okay, that's a question that I'll ask. What did you like about what you heard? And what I'm, what I'm reinforcing is there's a lot of things 
that we say we didn't like. We can go right to the things that we don't like. So in step number five, when we talk about the share, okay, that's our offer. When we present our offer, we're giving the opening for them to buy. And then when we get into step six, we say, what did you like about what you heard? And what this is, is this is consensus. This is conscious building. Okay, so we're saying, what did you like about what you heard? Now, as human beings, we automatically go to what we don't like. And now what we're saying in step six is we're bringing them to what they did like. Okay, we're bringing them to what they did like. And when we do that, then they shift in their minds to what they liked. So we're really, we are mastering the, hey, there are things that you liked. And then we go into step seven which are, are the, the questions, the objections, okay, the objections. So we say, what questions do you have? What questions do you have? That is step seven. Those are all the objections. And you know what? When they talk about what's in the way up there in step two, notice that in step seven, your objections are going to be the same thing that they said in step two, they're the same thing. But if you listened really closely, they actually gave you the clues in step two of how they get out of their objections. Okay, so all step seven is, is saying, oh, but that's what was standing in the way. And now I'm giving you the pathway through your share. So through step six, I, I'm giving you the details of how to move past those. Are you ready? Okay, so that's the beauty when we tie these together and we follow this process. And then we get to step eight which is the close, and it's what credit card would you like to put this on? What credit card would you like to put this on? And so that's what works really well in the consumer space, in the business space. It may not always be on a credit card. That's a lot of the ways that it can work, but it may be, would you like me to invoice you monthly? So there's different lingo we can apply to that, but what credit card would you like me to put this on? So that's step eight. That's the close. So just real quick before we go on a break, I'm going to recap these eight steps. The first one is what's your vision, which we may have to use other words. So what do you want? What would you create five years from now? Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? Step two, what's in the way, which is uncovering the limiting beliefs, the barriers. Step three, when are you ready to have that, which is creating the urgency. Step four, I have something that could support you. Would you like to hear about it? That's the permission step. Step five, the opening, the sharing of your offer. Step six, what did you like about what you heard? That's the consensus building. Step seven are all the questions. That is, that is, what questions do you have? And step eight, the close. What credit card would you like to put this on? What credit card would you like to put this on? So those are the eight steps that I follow in the enrollment process. We are going to hop on a quick break, and when we get back, we will go into more details and we'll work through some examples of how we can really close these sales. All right, guys, you are looking, listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we will back, be back shortly to talk about sales for the non-sales person. Talk to you soon. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. 
Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we are talking all about sales for the non-sales person. So before we went on break... We talked about the eight-step process that I use in all sales, and we all agreed that sales gets to be replaced with the word enrollment. Sales gets to be replaced with the word enrollment. Sales is all about me. Enrollment is all about you, you being the person that I want to enroll. So I use the term enrollment. I hardly ever use the term sales. So going forward, we'll use the term enrollment. So let's get in here, and we're going to talk about how we actually make these conversations. We've got Peter who's going to hop in and we're actually going to go to walk through an example sales conversation, an example enrollment conversation with him. So Peter, do I have you here? Yes. Hi, Kathleen. How are you? Hi. I'm wonderful. How are you? Fantastic. Having a great Monday so far. You're awesome. So we are going to role play today the conversation. Can you give us a just an update on what what you want to role play? Absolutely. I am working on my coaching program for financial literacy and enrollment into my master class. Okay. And who is the person that you want to enroll? I want to enroll, um, well, I guess in general, young professionals. Uh, do you want me to pick kind of a specific person per se? Name and age. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, we will and go, yep, we'll go with, uh, I guess, Grant and 23. Grant is 23. Okay, and do you want to be the person enrolling or do you want to be Grant? And I'll be you. Uh, definitely enrolling because <laughs> I need to practice. Okay, so you're going to enroll me. I'm Grant. Yep. And I will I will slip in and out of Grant so that I can coach you in this process. Okay, so remember, step one, you get to start with what's Grant's vision. So you get to go. All right, I'm ready. Sounds great. Hi, Grant. How are you today? I'm wonderful. I, um, How are you? Great. I, I really wanted to talk to you about 
your vision for financial freedom and what you want to truly create in your life. Okay. Sure. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So I guess where, like we talk about where you are now and where you want to go in the future. So what are you looking to create when it comes to uh, money and really setting yourself up for the next few years? Uh, yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm out of college. I'd like to pay off that debt. I've got a little bit of debt from that. Uh, Someday I'd like to have a house. I'm in an apartment now, and uh, my girlfriend keeps talking about wanting to get married at some point. Uh, I imagine we'll have kids. I, I just want to be able to be to provide for them. And I see all these families. They just like my parents. My dad always talked about the car that he wanted and the, the boat that he wanted, and he doesn't have it. Uh, so I, I really just like to be able to provide all that. Yeah, that sounds really, really amazing. So I hear you saying you want to create, uh, save for apartment rent and a boat and um, have a great relationship with your parents. So what's in your way? What's stopping you from doing that right now? Okay, so this is Kathleen speaking, Peter. Go deeper into yep. my vision. So go go deeper into it okay. so you really can hold it. Okay. Gotcha. So what would you, questions. like, when you say go deeper, like, what type of questions would you recommend? Understand why that's important to me. Okay. Awesome. So why is the um, boat with your dad really important to you? What does that uh, bring for your future? Well, I just, you know, you always talked about it, and I got excited as a kid about having this boat and, uh, we never got it, and you know when I have kids, I I want to show them that if they want something, they can they can absolutely have it. So it's just I mean yes, it's about the boat because I really want the boat, but it's not really about the boat. Really more, what does the boat symbolize um, to you? I know you always talk about going to the lake with your dad and fishing, and what does that kind of bring out in you? Uh. It, it's it's time. It's how I spend my time. I I just on the weekends or you know on a vacation. I really want that space where I get to just be me, and I don't have to worry about other places, and I don't have to worry about other people or other things. I just really get to hang out and be free, and and that's what my dad always talked about wanting, and I never saw him actually create that, and so. I I know I'm not going to let myself be held back. If I want something, I'm gonna I'm gonna create it. I'm gonna get it. And this boat is is one of those. And I'd love to just take him out. I'd love to hand him the, a key so that he could take the boat out whenever he wanted. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So you talk about wanting the free and being able to do it now. So why aren't you doing it now? Hmm. Well, I just got out of school um, and. So we, I, I'm building up cash. I just don't have that much right now. Uh, so I'm still, I'm paying off school debt, and yeah, I just when I get more wealth, I'll, I'll create it. Yeah. So uh, with a, I guess creating more wealth and debt, what is that going to provide for you? 
when I have more wealth. Uh, I, I think that freedom. Okay, so this is Kathleen here now. This is me coaching you. Go into if I know how much. So a lot of people, when we get into these conversations about wanting to create something, we don't actually have the number in our head. And when we have that number, like okay. let's say this boat is is three hundred dollars a month. If I if I really yep. only knew that it was three hundred dollars a month, I could create three hundred dollars a month, maybe. But I've always thought of it as three thousand dollars a month. So have I shot for okay. both? Do I do I know how much a boat is? Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So tell me more about this boat that you want to create. What is um, the cost of the boat, and how much are you saving for it right now? Oh. I mean, I, I look online, but I, they're anywhere from, poof, I, I guess you could get like a used one for probably like 10000 all the way up to like 80000 They're all across the board. Okay. And, and when are you wanting to purchase the boat? Oh, well, when I have the money. Okay. So I'm hearing $10,000. What can we do to break that down? Maybe it's just a hundred dollars this month. How can uh what's stopping you from just generating that one hundred dollars for this month to put towards your boat savings account? Oh, I mean I I could. I I'm sure I yeah, I could I could put a hundred dollars aside this month for a boat. Yeah, that sounds amazing because then you can have your boat sooner and really um, enjoy time with your dad and your kids. So when are you ready to start saving for your boat? Well, I think I I could do that. I could save this month. Yeah, that that is absolutely fantastic. You can absolutely start saving this month, and you're definitely going to feel um, – attainable right yeah okay so this is kathleen again uh what what grant's showing to you is that he doesn't have a plan for what he wants to create so i would pull into him i would lean into him and say what would it be like if you could have that same confidence that you now have around the possibility of you having a boat with every other aspect of your life everything else that's important to you because when I'm excited about that, then I want to buy into your program. Right now, I'm totally bought into getting this boat, and I see that it's possible because you've exposed that for me. Yeah. And now you get to link that back to the confidence that I would have in all areas of my life, the apartment, the, the future wife, the kids, uh, everything, if I had a handle on what I wanted to create and I was purposeful about it. Do you see that difference? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's dig in there. Okay. Yeah, so it's really making the kind of holistic connection per se, right? Yes, absolutely. You got to tie it back okay. in because now I'm I'm bought into a boat right now, but I'm not yet right. bought into Peter managing my finances to get the boat. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Uh huh. Okay, so, so tell me. Um, yeah. So m as far as the boat, I mean. It's, you a hundred dollars for your boat every month, and uh, as your apartment, can we do another hundred dollars for the apartment? Um, where you have a roof over your head and feeling much more confident on the budgeting aspect. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and what is that going to like feel like when you start to have the confidence in all aspects? You're creating those buckets for your dream, right? Back to your vision. It'd be nice. You know, I really, I think about that a lot. Um, but I just, every time I go down to sit in a budget, I'm just, I'm not focused on the details and it's overwhelming to me. So I just, I tend to just shut my computer every time I have that Excel doc up and I type in numbers and then I shut it down. So it'd be really nice to have that. Yeah. Cause it's going to give you what when you have a plan. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah, so what if I told you I have the kind of answers to be able to support you? Do you want to okay, hear so more I'm about pause it? You there. I'm going to pause you there. You just skip step 3. When are you ready to have that? So, you know, ask oh, me to create that urgency. I thought, okay, I thought I already did step 3. Oops. That's okay. Okay. So, so, to, okay, so create the urgency. Create that urgency. Yep. Yeah, okay. Awesome. So when are you ready to to have that? I mean, to have that plan for your financial freedom and future. Oh, wait. Now. Yeah. I want that boat now. I want it now. Yeah, and you get to have that boat now. Absolutely. So I have something that totally can support you in getting that boat now. Do you want to hear more about it? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Okay, so I'm going to pause you, Peter. You've walked through the four yep. steps. Tell me the shift from where you were, how you were enrolling in the past up until now, what we just walked through. Did you hear a shift in yourself and how you enroll? Yes, it was much more like smooth and kind of baby stepped opposed to just getting to, here's what I want you to buy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so we are going to hop on a break, and when we get back, we'll go through steps five through eight and actually walk through how you present your share, going into that consensus, the objections, and then into the close. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. Thanks, Kathleen. Okay, so everybody listening, when we come back, we will walk through what steps five through eight look like. And you are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we'll be back from this break in just a second. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm Kathleen Reeson, and I'm your host of Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on the Inspired Choices Network. 
we are talking with Peter on the the eight steps to enrollment. He has volunteered to come on, and we've worked through right before the break the first four steps. And we're going to go through the five through eight steps, those eight steps. And real quick, just to recap, the first one is opening up vision. It's what they really want. The second step is what's in the way. The third step is when are you ready to have that? It's creating that urgency. The fourth step is that permission. I have something that could support you. Would you like to hear about it? The fifth step is the sharing the offer. That's the opening. The sixth step is where we go into that consensus. What did you like about what you heard? The seventh step is the objections. What questions do you have? And the eighth step is the close. What credit card would you like to put this on? Okay, so those are the eight steps, and we're walking through these here today and learning all about them. If you enjoy these conversations, if you want to role play in your own business, if you want to know what your offer is, join us on Profit Launch Club. You can go to ProfitLaunchClub.com. And that's a place where we are playing. We are having fun. Uh, it is a wonderful community of entrepreneurs that are in that space of zero to $100,000 ready to launch their business. Okay. So, Peter, you still on here? Yes. I'm ready. Okay. Awesome. So, we went through steps one through four before I break. And now we're going to go into steps five through eight. So I am a grant. I am 23 years old. I've established that I really want a boat, but more than anything, I want to know that I have control of my finances. So go ahead with your share. Step five. Yeah, I have this really great plan to totally empower you to have control over your finances, to create the boat, to create the apartment. I am offering a three-month coaching program with me and you get a buy one get one it's two months and a month free at 74 dollars and we are going to go step by step break down your plan you'll have total control because ultimately at the end of it you will walk away so empowered you have the bucket set up to create your boat as well as your apartment and pay off all of your student loan debt uh within three months you're going to be at 95 percent accuracy of your budget, and you'll know exactly how you're going to create that vision of the boat. You'll live a life where with your kids and your dad on the boat, having fun, and you'll have your student loan debt paid off. You'll be in total control and empowered. Okay. Oh, okay, and then his next is six, right? Yep. So, so do you so, kind of just roll five? You? Just five, just roll yep. into six then? You absolutely can roll five into six. And what I think you did really well was you in five, when you were in your share, your offer, you tied that back into what you heard him say. Okay, So that was wonderful. Right. You tied those back together. Yep. So you can go right into six. What do you like about what you heard? Okay, awesome. So what did you like uh, that you heard? Well, I loved the the idea of being in control of my finances in uh, – knowing what the plan is, because once I have a plan, I can follow it. Uh, but I think what you're showing me is that I've not had a plan, and that's not working for me. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think I think I really like having a plan, the idea of a plan. Yeah, absolutely. So what questions do you have for me about the program? Yeah, so uh, what did you say on cost, what, $74? Three months? What was the buy one, get one? Yeah, it's $74. You'll coach with me for 
three months and it's a buy one, get one. You're basically paying for two months and getting the third month free. So it's an awesome deal to really be in control of your finances and create that boat. So it's $74 a month or 74 what, How much is it total? Just $74 total. Oh, okay. And And what do you need from me to create this? Yeah, you, like, I what, can what definitely... I can definitely get you signed up right now with the credit card, and we will actually so yeah, like, get started as soon as you would like. Yeah, I yeah I hear that. Like, but what do you what do you need for me? Like, do you need access to my finance, like my bank? What do you what's what's what is a step first step? Like, what does the process look like? Yeah, you will sit down with me. Uh, bring your financials, so um, just the numbers as far as the student loan debt. And credit any credit card debt, how soon you want to pay it off. Um, the estimate that you shared, you said the boat is about $10,000. So we'll get to put that into the budget as well. And uh, we'll work with your take-home pay. So uh, not too many things to bring because it's all about putting you in the driver's seat. So we get to work together. Okay, so I'm going to pause you real quick. What I would encourage you, Peter, do you have any sort of onboarding process? No. Okay, I would encourage you to create (laughs) an onboarding saying, I've got a uh, questionnaire that I send to you up front, and it'll have you fill it all out. It should take you about an hour, and it'll ask you to pull forward all of these questions, and then I will will review that, and when we meet, we'll go through it. Okay. So you're gathering it, and this is, again, you taking Grant by the hand and leading him through this process versus him kind of floundering because that's how Grant has up until now floundered when it, okay. when it is in regard to his finances. So anything that you can put a system around, people buy systems and processes. So anything that you okay. can put a system around will that I'm buying this system. That so you hear that? Okay, yeah, difference? That's, yeah, that's really good feedback. Yes, thank you. Okay, so that, so you you could say like to Grant when so now if I say to you, I'm Grant, and I say to you, well, what's What's that? What's the next step? Like, I get that I could enroll you and I could pay, but what do we do after that? Okay. Yeah, that's really helpful. Yeah, so just make it up right now. Most of entrepreneurship okay. at the beginning is making it up and then creating it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so wait, go back. Okay, go back to seven then. Um, awesome. Okay, so do, do you want me to ask a question or just basically say... I have an onboarding questionnaire. So I'll ask the question and say, well, so great. I hear that I would, it's $74 and it's three months, but how do we start? Yeah. So um, if you provide me your email, I will send you a questionnaire. Um, it's really short. You'll put in what is your take-home pay, kind of your top three goals. So that's where you can say, I want uh, a $10,000 for your boat. I want to have an apartment, student loan debt. Um, that way we can work in those top three goals into your budget and you'll list any of the debt because we definitely have to make sure we cover your debt and your top living expenses. So then you'll send it to me, review it, might take about half an hour and um, I will get back to you and then we'll schedule our first meeting. Okay. So so I, you'll send this to me, I'll fill it out and then we will make this happen. We'll move forward. Yeah, absolutely.
definitely because you get to create that financial freedom you get to have your boat and apartment okay so now you can move into step eight you know are you ready what credit card would you like to put this on yeah are you ready to get started what credit card would you like to put this on um, i can do that over the phone and then send you the questionnaire via email okay so pause you just asked me three different questions Oh, okay, because I asked for the email and the credit card, I guess, together. Are you ready? The credit card first. You said, are yeah. you ready? Which credit card would you like to put this on? And then the email. So you just asked me three questions all at once. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, that makes, yeah so, that's overwhelming. Yep, confidence. Ask the question, yep. are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. Awesome. And what credit card would you like to put this on today? Um, hold on, let me go grab it. Okay. So there you go. Perfect. So steps uh. <laughs> one through eight. Yeah. And so the more that you role play this, the more confident yeah, you'll get sure. in this process. But tell me, when you look at that process that we just walked through and how you got to walk through that with Grant, what's shifted from how you were enrolling to how you are now? It was putting like the vision first because typically I'm like, well, here's the offer, buy into it without like making the personal connection. So it's like shifting it from I want you to buy from me versus I really want to like support you and be generous. Yeah. So start with that generosity, really understanding what it is that they want. And then when they know, this goes back to the people they want you to they want to know that you care. And so that's right. the piece of when they know that you care, then they'll listen. So you open it yeah. up with what do you really want? And that's when they go through this path of understanding like now I'm gonna be vulnerable and I'm gonna share with you what it is that I really want. Where you really didn't have that opening. If we start with let me tell you about what I what I have to offer you, there's no vulnerability. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Do you have yeah, any other questions about the enrollment process? No, that's really great uh, feedback. Thanks so much for role-playing with me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thanks for hopping on, Peter. I will talk to you later. Yeah, talk to you soon. Bye. I'll Bye. look forward to the rest of your show. Absolutely. Okay, so Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and we just role-played steps one through eight that I use in the enrollment process with Peter as he's enrolling Grant into his financial literacy program. $74, and you can understand your financial. You guys, everybody gets to get with Peter and understand that because he's got a great process there and can really serve in that in really understanding what your finances are. And so like we talked about with Peter, that onboarding process is key here. We are in this entire enrollment process, we are grabbing the person's hand that we want to enroll. Remember we talked about B2B or B2C earlier? It doesn't matter. We're grabbing their hand and we're walking them through this entire process. But we're really walking them into their vision and seeing what's possible for them. And when we do that, then they know that they can create whatever they want. Okay, they know that they can create whatever they want. So we're going to go on a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about some of the common objections that we hear in the enrollment process. All right, enjoy this quick break. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and I will talk to you right afterwards. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. 
There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Hello, and welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I am your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we are talking all about sales for the non-sales person, and it's all about the enrollment process, the difference between sales and enrollment. Sales is about me, and enrollment is about you, so we're walking through what that process would look like. One of the questions that I've just seen here on the show, on the Inspired Choices Network chat room, so you can always come in here anytime there's a show and watch it, is how do I implement the enrollment process on social media or via email marketing? I get to create a hook. Should the marketing focus on the person's vision and not the offer? Okay, so big question here. Great one. Thank you. And the enrollment process, when we're talking about via social media or email marketing, that's just, it's the hook so we can pull through with a mix. Okay, we can go back and forth. We can focus on the vision, the person's vision, because that is important. We get to call that forward. Okay, we get to call forward their vision and we get to have an offer. So every time you, in social media, uh, there's a mix. So social media, I would do a mix probably of like a 70-30. So 70% is focusing on vision, 30% we're calling forward an offer. If all you do is have that offer, people think you're just a sleazy salesman. Okay, but if we have that vision and that vision strong, then we see both. Okay, in email marketing, it's really the same, that 70-30, that split, but in email marketing, you can have a call to action in every email. So at the very bottom of your email, you can have a call to action. You can have an entire vision email, which would be uh, maybe it's a case study or testimonial or uh, a thought-provoking question. And then you have the offer at the bottom. Okay, So that could be 70% that are about that. And then 30% are offer. So when your unsubscribes go up, you'll know you're being that sleazy salesman. So you can watch your unsubscribes. I used to watch them every single day, every single moment, and now I don't. Now I just look at them as a whole and see, okay, what's, what's the trends? Because that tells me, am I, where am I at in this process? Am I spending too much time in the five through eight stages versus the one through four? The one through four are about vision. The five through eight are where the offer ties in. Okay, And remember, in social media or email marketing, we don't always have step four permission. We don't always have that. So oftentimes we could be skipping over it thinking that we really are, have gotten the permission, but if we don't have it, people don't want to hear it, and then they unsubscribe. Or on social media, they just don't look, they don't click, it, it falls on dead ears. So there's a, a balance there that you get to strike, and generally I'd say it's about 70, 30, 70% where you stay in steps one through four, 30% where you stay in steps five through eight. 
Okay, so so let's talk about some objections. And actually, if you have any other questions, type them in the chat room. Let's dig in there. When we talk about objections that come up, so time and money are our two most popular objections. And here's what they boil down to. Time is intimacy, into me you see. Money is the value. Okay, and so here's what I want to share with you is that anytime someone gives you an objection, time, money, whatever it is, they always give you their crappy first draft. And if we were in person, I probably wouldn't use that word crappy. It's actually a little, it starts with an S. Uh, the crappy first draft. And what that means is that what somebody tells you, that's the top level. And there's something underneath it. There's always something underneath it that's really why they're not, what their what their limiting belief is, what their objection is. But oftentimes they don't say what it is. So you got to scrape off the surface, the, the the crappy first draft. You get that out of the way, and then the real objections come through. Okay, so when I say time or money, those are the first draft. Those are the things that are at the top. You scrape those away, and we get underneath that, and we understand the real objections. When we were role-playing with Peter, what we heard was, I want a boat. But what was actually underneath that, when Peter was digging and digging in step one, and I said, go deeper, Peter had uncovered the first part, the boat part. He scraped that off. And then the actual, what I really wanted came through, me being Grant, and that was, my dad always said he wanted something, but he didn't actually go after it. And so I want to prove that what you want is you can create that. You can create whatever you want, and I want my kids to know that. Okay, so this is what Grant's saying in that role play. He's saying, I want to, well, I want to create whatever I say I'm going to create. There's nothing that I can't have. Okay, so Peter scraped off that first part so the real objection could come through. So when we talk about time or money, they're just the first pieces. That really is about something underneath it. So if I say, I don't have the time, well, what am I spending my time doing? Because the reality is we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And we all know people like, like I think Oprah is pretty cool. She does a lot of things, a lot of work. Uh, and she has the same 24 hours a day that I do. She just spends it differently. Okay? And we all know the people. Like one of the, the questions that I get asked all the time, I'm a mother of three, three boys that are seven, nine, and 11. I volunteer. I've got seven different businesses. I've got a lot going on. And so people ask me all the time, how, how do you, how do you do everything? How do you make it all happen? And I used to think that that was a badge of honor, right? Like, well, I just do. And then I realized what they're really asking is, how do you, how do you manage it all? How do you figure out what's important to you and lay that all in? And that's really uh, where I focus my time is understanding what's really important to me. So time is really about intimacy. Into me, you see. If you want to know what you value, Okay, you have two places that you can look, your calendar and your checkbook, your calendar and your checkbook, because time and money are right there. Your calendar is going to show you everywhere that you spend your time. So everything that you say is a, that, that, that's actually important to you. So we may say, you know, my kids are really important to me, but if I'm not spending time with them, then are they? Okay, so now we're talking about in these limiting beliefs, we're really digging down and understanding what's actually standing in our way. And when we're in these enrollment conversations, that is critical because what I'm really sharing with you is all my limiting beliefs. And we're having a conversation, the one that we role play, very much in the business to consumer space. 
right? But in the business-to-business space, it's no different. It's whatever's standing in the way. The business is, is basically its own entity. It's just like a person. There's something that's standing in the way. And so once we uncover what that is, that's huge freedom to how we get to create our businesses and how we move forward. Huge freedom. So this process, this eight-step process that I use for enrollment is really valuable in any sense. And guys, like life is an enrollment game. Maybe you've heard that before, maybe you haven't, but it's true. Every single thing. My kids, they enroll me all the time. You look at kids are the best enrollers, the best little salespeople. The best salespeople. My son wanted to, wanted to create a science experiment this weekend. I don't buy pop. I don't like pop. I think it's gross. We could go on and on about pop. Uh, and I have three bottles of pop in my fridge right now. And the kids are actually drinking some of it. And they, we never let them have pop. But they were so great. They were perfect enrollers in getting me excited about this science experiment. And you know the one. You're talking about pop. They put Mentos in and it blew up. And they had a great time. They had so much fun. They even talked through the science behind it and the carbonation and what creates that and carbon dioxide. We got all into the details. They are great. Kids are great enrollers. And now they asked for an abundance of pop. I'm sure they knew they would have extras and then they would get to have some. It was, it was a brilliant strategy, but they walked right through it. They went into what's their vision, right? They went right into it. They went into what's standing in the way. I don't have the materials. They went on to, can we do this this weekend? They asked permission. Next time you go to the store, could you buy it from me? They told me what it was that they wanted to create. They said, what do you like about this? How exciting would it be? They got me excited about this science experiment. They asked if I had any questions. They asked when I could go to the store. And then they said, what credit card would you like to put this on? They said, when can we go to the store and buy this? They got my buy-in all the way. So this is inherently something that we know because we've been using it since we were kids. But this eight-step process, it works in every scenario when we master this process. So if you are enjoying these kinds of conversations, if you're enjoying the content that we're talking about in Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, then join us in Profit Launch Club. You can go to ProfitLaunchClub.com. It's where we dig in and we have these role plays. It's where we go into your signature offer, we build that out, ProfitLaunchClub.com is an incredible place for us to have some fun. So if you're an entrepreneur in the zero to $100,000 space, be there, join me. It's where I hang out. All right, guys, thank you so much for Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Join me next week on the show. Bye. Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Kathleen Reason will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReason.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.